Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second season of the Secrets of Marketers podcast. I'm Jeremy Blossom. And I'm Danielle Cortman. And today we're going to be talking about quiz funnels, how to use a quiz funnel to quickly build your email list, generate cheap leads, but really high quality leads, and immediately convert those leads into paying customers and clients, even if you're starting from scratch. Who do we have on to talk about that? This guy is the king of quizzes. He's an amazing marketer. Tell everybody about our special guest today, Danielle. So we're so excited to have Ryan Levesque on our show. He is the five-time Inc. 5000 CEO of the Ask Method company and the number one national best-selling author of the books Choose and Ask. Uh, his work has been featured on Wall Street Journal, Harvard Business Review, Forbes, Entrepreneur, and NBC News. And he's also the co-founder of Bucket.io, which is the world's leading quiz funnel software technology with over 30 million end users wo- worldwide. Wow, that's a lot of users. Yeah, that's great. I mean, <laughs> this guy is, he is the man when it comes to yeah. all this stuff. And, you know, at Strike Point, we've tried a couple of these lead funnels, these quiz funnels in the past. And yeah. how yeah, how were they, Danielle? Not great. Yeah, <laughs> we have not been able to to be able to go and do it. And so we know the power of this. We've actually had clients go and who've actually worked with Ryan show us the results that they've had. So right. this is something that again at Secrets of Marketers, the whole objective here is to talk about tactics and strategies that businesses businesses can employ today, like immediately get started with this and start going. And for us, we're always trying to learn as well. And we do know lead generation. We generate how many leads a year? I don't know, like a million? Yeah, (laughs) at least a million leads a year. So we're really, really good at it. And one of the strategies we want to implement more are quiz funnels. So without any further ado, I'd like to bring on Ryan, and he can start shedding the light on quiz funnels. Ryan, are you there? Jeremy, Danielle, it's awesome to be here. Really excited for our conversation. Hey, guys. Hey, Ryan. How are you? (laughs) <laughs> so happy that you could be here with us today. Um, you really are like one of the thought leaders and now I think the complete voice of all things quiz funnels. And I've had firsthand um, experience working with our clients and seeing the results that you've driven for them. But I have to ask, I mean, there are tons of different lead generation strategies out there, ebooks, guides and all that stuff. Why have you niched down and focused on quizzes? Why are quiz funnels the thing that you're all about? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think it's important before we kind of talk about why quiz funnels, let's just set the stage and talk about what a quiz funnel is exactly. Because I think most people, when they think about an online quiz, it evokes these uh, ideas of like one of those uh, Disney quizzes, like what Disney princess is your dog? Take the quiz to find out now, you know, and like they're, they're funny and like you share them with your friends and everything like that. None of us have ever taken them, right? Like no one will ever admit to taking them. Um, um, but we're not talking about one of those types of quizzes. Although a lot of the psychology behind what makes those quizzes so compelling and why they're so hard to resist is why a quiz funnel works so well. Now, a quiz funnel, in contrast to what we just talked about a moment ago, is when someone lands on your website, you, instead of asking them to download your ebook or just sign up for your list or whatever kind of normal, traditional lead magnet you might offer, you instead begin by asking a series of questions to better understand their situation. And then with that information, you are just like a doctor diagnosing and prescribing the best next step. So it's sort of akin to a conversation. And if you could think about the conversation you might have with someone on a one-on-one basis, like if you were to you know, bump into someone at an industry event or at Starbucks or whatever, your website is having that conversation with 
thousands of people a day, 24 seven, 365 days a year by asking the right question. So that's kind of what a quiz funnel is. Um, so I'll pause there and we'll talk a little bit about sort of why quizzes and, and, and like why this strategy to, to answer your original question over everything else. But I just want to just quick check in. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think it's important to kind of differentiate what we're talking about here. And, and when we say quiz funnel, what it is that we are discussing. Yeah, no, totally. I actually think that context really does help because, and for a lot of our listeners here, this is probably one of the things that they need to get some clarification on is exactly why they would want to use a quiz funnel, what the purpose is of a quiz funnel, what are the unique advantages of this quiz funnel? So setting that stage, I think was really good. Did you have any other questions on that? No, I think that's great. I'm already taking notes because we're <laughs> just, I'm excited to learn from you. So yeah. So Danielle has been with us since day one, Ryan. She um, was our very first hire here at StrikePoint. And she's yeah. responsible for, we have over 60 people now at StrikePoint. And she's responsible for training almost all of them, all the different marketers that are here. She's trained them up. <laughs> and so one of the things that we wanted to do differently on this season, and, and big reason why she's here, is that she's inquisitive. She loves to learn. She loves to implement. And she's been the, one of the people behind a lot of these funnels and a lot of these quizzes. So your insight is going to be valuable. So, so I'll, I'll share this with you, both of you, um, and then you can pass this along with your team. And as you're having your internal kind of creative direction discussions around like what strategies to use, you know, and you've got a little bit of pushback in your, in your, on your team on like, all right, we're not going to do a quiz. Um, I'll give you some of the reasons why quizzes are, are so compelling. So first reason is incredibly cheap leads, incredibly cheap traffic. And um, when I say cheap leads, even in this post iOS 14 environment where you've got lower match rates, you are moving from a conversion pixel to a conversion API, you're using performance max on Google and all of the new technologies that are in place. We are seeing with the quiz funnel combined with what I just described, we're able to see a, a reduction in lead costs anywhere from 30 to 90%. So wow. what that means is if you're spending $5 to acquire a lead, imagine you know, waking up tomorrow and being able to spend less than a dollar to acquire that same lead. We're seeing that that same reduction in uh, cost per lead. Now, everyone always wants to know, what's the reason why? Like, how has that happened? Um, and there are a couple of reasons. Reason number one is a, a well-designed quiz funnel is incredibly shareable. It's far more viral than even your best ebook or downloadable. And the reason for that is people get their results and they can't help but share it with their friends or their colleagues and say, I got type G, what type are you getting? So when you have a viral component to any sort of lead generating mechanism, it's going to drive down your cost per lead because that's all free traffic, right? People share it with their friends and that's free traffic. So that's kind of force number one. Force number two is that this is because it's such highly engaging content, like a quiz, unlike an ebook, an ebook is we've all downloaded ebooks before, right? And like every, we, all of us, all three of us, like we can all admit it together. We all have that folder on our computer where we <laughs> save those ebooks and put them there. And that's where they go to die and never be read. Right. Yeah. Like we all have like that big hey. giant folder of stuff that like never gets read. A quiz is immediately engaging. It's not something that you download to your hard drive and never read it. It is something that you interact with it right away. You get your results and you're engaging with that content in real time. And so because of that engagement, when you advertise on a platform like Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, it's one of these mechanisms that gets a lot of engagement on the social media platform itself. So people in, in channel will, will post in the post that advertises for the quiz, their results in the comments. They'll see, oh, I'm type G, I'm type I, I'm type C, I'm type A. So you get hundreds of these comments. Mm -hmm. People will hit the share button. People will like it. They'll love it. And of course, when Facebook sees that, what do they do? 
They drive up your organic reach. So they're, because they're saying this is high quality content, it's creating a great user experience. So they'll share it with more people organically. And then if you're running paid ads, they're going to drive down your cost per your CPM. They're going to drive down your cost per impression because again, it's getting such great in, in, in engagement in the comments and shares and likes that they're saying this must be good stuff. So let's make it cheaper for you to advertise. So you have it on the back end, this viral component. You've got a super engaging element on the front end and leads just convert at a much higher clip. This is reason number three. If you have a traditional lead magnet, you might get 25, 30, 40% opt-in rate on targeted traffic at scale, best case scenario. We have users, we have customers, clients who get upwards of 70% opt-in rate on a quiz. And why is that? Because you're tapping into the power of micro commitments, using action taking momentum, you're building up all this interest, all this intrigue. So incredibly cheap leads is kind of big reason number one. Now, um, I know we have a limited amount of time, so I'll, I'll talk about a few of the other reasons why um, quizzes are so compelling. But the second one that comes to mind is whenever anyone talks about free or cheap traffic, the question that usually comes up is, uh, but yeah, it's how, how does it convert, right? Like, you know, because we could all run ads in, you know, a third world country on the other side of the world and get leads for pennies, but those leads aren't going to buy. And so the second big reasons why quizzes are so powerful is because of incredibly high sales conversion on the back end. And the reason for that is going to, it's going to be very intuitive when I describe it, but, 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 it's, um, but it's so powerful. And it's that when someone takes your quiz, because you've gathered so much useful information about them, you can customize the messaging that you put in front of someone, your copy, the case study, the testimonial, the offer, the, the piece of content that you put in front of someone after they take your quiz. And because you can do that, instead of selling to someone in a one size fits all way, you can often double or even triple your sales conversion rate on the back of your quiz. So it's like this perfect storm where you're getting cheaper traffic and higher conversion, not to mention this ancillary benefit, which is so, so, so important in this sort of you know, post iOS 14 world, which is acquiring first and zero party data. So there's not a day goes by, I'm sure you guys feel it like in all of your internal meetings, like Facebook is like re removing targeting options like every single day, like stuff that you used to be able to do a year ago. You can't target those interest groups anymore because Facebook simply doesn't have access to the data. And of course, the reason for that is when Apple made the key decision in 2021 to eliminate third-party cookies and tracking in the way that we used to know it, it really cut Facebook off at the knees where Facebook can no longer rely on all of our browsing history that gets pumped back to Facebook from all the, you know, the browser-based uh, pixel tracking. So Facebook doesn't have the ability to know like, oh, this person was on Facebook. Then they went to this backpack website and then they went shopping for backpacks and they really want a red backpack because they kept clicking on all the red backpacks on all these stores. So let's recommend a red backpack on Facebook. Facebook lost that ability to do that. So we as advertisers have lost that ability as well. So the antidote, the solution is if you acquire that data yourself, zero party data to be differentiated from first party. First party data is like when someone's on your website, you're tracking behind the scenes like Google Analytics. Zero party data is data that's explicitly and voluntarily shared by the person when they visit your website. I, you ask them a question, they give you an answer. That's zero party data. It's the most reliable. It's the most GDPR, CCP compliant proof form of data because the person is explicitly providing it. You don't have to worry about tracking in the background and allowing cookies or anything like that. It is the most surefire way to get useful data in your business. So imagine for a moment, what's more valuable? A thousand names and emails 
on your website or a thousand people who have answered 10 questions that you know all this information that with the conversion API, you can, you can connect that data back to Facebook. You can connect that data back to Google and say, Google, Facebook, find me more people like these thousand people who just went through my quiz. Yeah. So you've got cheap leads, high conversion and valuable data. And when you think about just the power of that, both in the real time and the enterprise value that that adds to your company, if at some point in the future, you're thinking about maybe selling, it's an incredibly valuable asset that you are adding that just increases exponentially the enterprise value of your firm. And I've been part of, of multiple exits, nine figure exits on the back of this strategy where there's been acquisition on the front end and the acquiring party, a big reason for why the acquisition was so compelling was because of all of this user data that came with the sale, that came with the transaction. So, um, you know, cheap leads, high conversion, valuable data, um, I could go on and on and on, but there's one last thing I'll say about this. And that is, this is one of the few strategies that you can employ online that you can feel really good about when your head hits the pillow at night and you're going to bed, because not only does this help you better sell, of course, you're going to make more money. It's going to do better for your business, but you're ultimately better serving the market. Like instead of guessing what someone wants, instead of just, you know, putting whatever random piece of content or offer in front of them, you're, you're selling in a human to human way. Like, you know, the same way that like, you know, Jeremy or Danielle, if we were all together in person and, 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 you know, you guys were like, Hey, like we're thinking about creating a quiz in your business. What I would not say is, Oh, you should do a quiz on this. First thing I'm going to do is what I'm going to ask you questions. I'm yeah. like, tell me a little bit about your business. Like, what are you guys selling? Like, what are you thinking about using the quiz? What's the problem that you're looking to solve? And that's how we sell anything in person, whether it's a backpack, a quiz or anything in between you ask questions. And so you're delivering a better experience and you're better serving your customers. So, you know, yeah, that's I, my case for why quizzes. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I, I hear you saying, and, and, I, and I'm going to take a lot. That was really great. And I think those points are really valid. And again, we've seen this ourselves. I think this is for me, why quiz funnels work, okay? Simply one is people love talking about themselves. <laughs> they like things that are centered to them. And a quiz feels unique because it's mm -hmm. their answers. Whereas e-guides and webinars and things like that, they're going to go to these things with the, like, I'm going to take the one or two nuggets I can get from it. Two is that the time that we can shorten, like as marketers, we want to shorten the value, how fast we can deliver value to somebody. The faster we can deliver value to somebody, the, the, the better win we're going to get. The, the, the stickier the relationship's going to be, the healthier, all those things. And a result, after giving information about yourself, and then you get a key result, there's that instant value at the end of it, whereas a lot of lead magnets and things like that, you have to go read the book that goes in, or read the ebook that dies right. in that folder, right? Versus something And that's else. how you build the trust, yeah. Yeah, which works, which works. It's worked, and it will always work. But I think those are the two things I think are really compelling um, you know, things that quiz funnels do, mm -hmm. all the other types of lead magnets make it unique and, and beneficial. Were you going to say something else earlier? Dean? Yeah, I was just going to say what I'm most excited about is just the data and be able to know exactly who you're talking to. It's just so much more effective. So yeah, we, we definitely have to crack the code on this. Yeah, because Teach I think us that more. Hundred, yeah, let's <laughs> keep going. Because there's a, like, I would argue, you said if a thousand people that you have 10 questions or a thousand leads, I'd take a hundred people that I had fill out 10 questions versus a thousand leads. Yeah. You know, like I would be able to do, I think a lot more with the data, like 
a lot of good information about 10 people versus just an email address from a thousand sign me up for the the first part you know sign me for, sign me for that yeah you know uh, amen to all that you know i'll uh you know, you brought up a point, put two scenarios in front of someone. Just imagine for a moment, you're, you're on Facebook right now, right? And you're faced with one of two scenarios. Scenario A is an ad or a post, and it says the following, click the link below to download my free ebook versus scenario B, click the link below to find out your results. Mm. It's just so much more. I mean, we know the you is arguably the most powerful word in, in all of marketing, certainly one of them. And when you can make it more about you, make it more about them, make it more about your user instead of about yourself as the as the marketer, you're just shifting the table. And, and, and just you know, pay attention to your own physiology in those two scenarios. That's what happens at scale with everybody who comes across your content. So, so yes, absolutely. Uh, it doesn't matter what you sell, what market you're in. Jeremy, you hit it on the head. The thing that people care more about than anything else is themselves. Like, tell me more about me. And that at the end of the day is what a quiz funnel does done well is you're tapping into the power of self-discovery. You are, you're helping someone discover something useful about themselves or about their situation that's going to ultimately lead them in a better place. And so, you know, when we, when you, when you think about it, like oftentimes at this point in the conversation, um, people start to realize that, oh, this isn't just about slapping a few questions and creating a fake quiz. Like it's not a, it's not a marketing trick. You truly are very intentionally asking questions so that you can add value so that when someone walks away with that free report, with that result of their quiz, it's doing two things. Number one, it's you're pouring goodwill into the market. Like yeah. you're actually delivering real value, not like the 17 things that someone could do, but the one thing you should do based on what we know about you and your situation. And that's what everybody wants. We don't want a, a hit list of 17 things that we have to do or that might be helpful. We want like, what's the one thing I should do based yeah. on what you know about me? And this gives you the ability to, with a reasonable approximation, give someone that answer. So, so you're doing that piece of it. Um, and then when you do it well, and this is the part probably where, where, where the past attempts that, that your team may have struggled with is you are, there's this second story that's happening with the questions that you're asking that is seeding the sale for your offer and creating desire and demand for the thing you want people to buy or do after the quiz. It's not oh, enough to just ask questions to give value and say, thank you very much. Cause the reaction you're going to get in that situation is that was so good. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. not the reaction you want. The reaction you want when you do this right is, oh my gosh. So what do I do next? And that yeah. opens up the door for you to say, well, you know, that's the, the first part of the equation, but if you really want to solve this, this is what we do all day, every day. Let me tell you a little bit about our service, or let me tell you a little bit about this. And because you frame that service or that next thing, not generically, but you framed it as relating to their specific situation, it becomes an irresistible offer. It yeah. becomes that not one of 17 possible steps, but the one next step for that individual, and you've handed to them on a silver platter. So I just wanted to echo everything that you've said because it's I'm like plus yeah, one, and I, one. And I appreciate you actually getting into something. Those less those what you just said are the things that we made the mistake on. And again, part of what this first season we did on Secrets of Marketers this this season is that look, we're really good at some things, and I want to share that those are. We're really bad <laughs> at other things, and I want to learn from other people who are better than we are. And then where did we? One of our core values at Strike Point is to win even if we lose, and that is like express going into the things that we did wrong. 
I think the two things that we did wrong, and this is good for everyone to hear this. Look, look, if you just, if you're, there are marketers, and we, and I'm telling you because we did this, where I went and made a quiz funnel to generate leads. And then I wanted to go and sell those right. leads. I did it and I treated it like a normal lead magnet. And so two things with that. One is I wasn't, I don't think we were very thoughtful with the types of questions and like really trying to add value with the response, right? And then I also thought, yeah. right there, you just hit something. I didn't even think about it until just now is that we thought we were done with the result. Like, there you go. They got the result. Like, they were this. Well, and, I think we sent an offer, but it was just really all the same. It wasn't... Yeah, there was nothing unique yeah. about it. We didn't take our time to dive into it, and we ended it with the result. Versus, that was brilliant. So, again, every time someone, like, talks, I always like to think about the little things that they can apply, <laughs> you know, to what they're doing. And this one part about, like, it's a continuation of the story of the journey. Right. So now you have this piece of information. How dare you stop here and just know it and say thank you very much. You need to be like, you know, almost charged with the responsibility of doing something with it. Like, like if we were going to take like a, like I go to the doctor, you know, and you get like a physical or whatever, and they give you your response, your answers on something. If you just go, all right, well, great. I've got high blood pressure or whatever. Like you're, you should do something about like, all right, I have this, this results. Now I got to go work out. Like, and I think that's where we kind of ended it, um, you know, on our stuff. But anyway, I just want everyone to hear that. Okay, great. How can we go? And, and do this. I yeah. know you really wanted to go into a, uh, another question. So, yeah, I have a real, like, tangible question. So, like, what's the sweet spot when it comes to, like, number of questions and length? Because you know, I know, like, if there's too many, you don't want to lose people, but you, know, you want to make sure you're getting enough information. Yeah, so it's, it's such a great question. And, you know, we were curious of this for so many years. And, you know, we built, um, you know, the leading technology platform on the market. There have been over 12 thousand quiz funnels built on the platform and you shared the numbers wow. 30 million end users every single year so what that means is um I, I just show that not to brag but just to show you that we have a we we have a tremendous amount of data that we have access to so we've been able to analyze um you know uh on an aggregate scale what are best practices across the board you know like number of questions length of questions how many answer options what types of questions work better than others um, are there certain themes or trends around the actual content of the questions themselves and so there are a few things that we've been able to discover um, and that is there is a sweet spot and the sweet spot in terms of the number of questions is between five and twelve five and twelve questions is the sweet spot now why is that? I don't know. Um, I have a we have a hypothesis for why that's true. Um, the hypothesis is, and you brought it up, Danielle, just a moment ago, is you've got to ask for enough information in a quiz that the diagnosis you're giving someone is believable. So think about it. if you go to the doctors, just Jeremy, to use your analogy, right? And um, you know, you go to the doctors, you're like, hey man, like I I hurt my wrist and and it's it's really painful. And the doctor says, you know, she says, I've got one question for you, Jeremy. <laughs> is it your left wrist or your right wrist? And you're like, oh, it's my left wrist. And she's like, oh, I know exactly what's wrong. Like, you're like, how could you possibly know? Like, you wouldn't believe the diagnosis. You've got to ask for enough information that the diagnosis is believable. So that's the first thing. Second thing is you got to remember, most people are taking one of these quiz funnels on this guy right here. Right. They're taking it on their phone. And so just think about your own consumption habits, how you consume content and how you interact with the internet when you're on your phone. What are you doing? on the couch, maybe in between like, you know, watching the game or a movie, you're in bed at the end of the day, just like checking your messages. You got one eye open when you wake up in the morning and you're like, you know, checking what you need to do for the day. Like that's how we interact with our phone. So you can't put a hundred questions in front of someone. This is not the right time and place. This is not one of these paid assessments that could be part of a product. This is a marketing quiz 
whereby you want to gather just enough information so that way you can, to your point, Jeremy, you can continue that conversation. You can give value that's unique, personalized to them, and then lead people to want more. It's that useful but incomplete paradigm. You're giving people useful information, but it's incomplete. They've got to, they've got to get more. And so when you think about your quiz, that five to 12 question sweet spot is sort of, you know, best practice. Good to know. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Um, what types of results have you experienced? Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, where, where to begin, right? I mean, you know, our business, we built an entire business around this. I did this. I mentioned, you know, my, my, my story, you know, in a very brief nutshell is, um, you know, when I, when I first came into this world 15 years ago of digital marketing, my, my big grand vision, like my brilliant vision, which was a terrible idea, by the way, so don't, don't follow this, was um, I want to build a $10 million business. And so I'm going to go into 20 markets and grow them to half a million dollars each. And my thinking at that time was, well, diversifying risk. I'm not like in concentrated, concentrated in any one market. Um, I can diversify my traffic sources, my payment options, the technology that I use with each of these businesses. So if a technology platform goes down, I'm not losing 100% of my business. And so that was my grand vision. Um, and it wasn't until I tried to cross sell products from one micro business to the other. One was in the orchid care space, which has a lot of sort of seniors um, uh, uh, who, you know, are, you know, older in life, retired and so on and so forth. And our memory improvement brand where I thought, oh, well, all these old people probably need help with their memory. This is like a can't lose situation. So, and so real quick, Ryan, real, real quick, you are, your team sent over some good facts <laughs> about you and orchids were one of the things that they had sent over when it came to the results. And so yeah. we're sorry, everyone who's listening right now, we're dying to hear <laughs> about how you could use a quiz funnel for orchids. And that right there could be a whole, like, I, I would click on that. Like, yeah. as a marketer, I would I click so on that all questions. day long. Yeah, we had so many questions. So just <laughs> to, so yeah, you know, we have multiple quiz funnels in that business and that brand. So what type of orchid is right for you? There's so many orchids. There are over 80,000 orchid varieties in the world. And really? one of the biggest questions that beginners have is based on my growing environment, the level of humidity, where I live in the world, how much maintenance that I can take on, my experience level, what I find aesthetically pretty in terms of the flowers, what type of orchid is right for me? Take the quiz to find out now. So we've got an engine that uses the orchid recommendation um, and that allows us to sell a whole bunch of products and services in the back end. We have another quiz funnel, which is a mistakes angle, a killer angle, which is what is killing your plant? Take the quiz to find out now. So it's sort of like a, a plant diagnosis tool. So people have yellow leaves and spots on the leaves and the roots are mushy and the stem, the flowers fall off very prematurely and the stem dries up. And there are all these symptoms of different things that can happen and people don't know. Is it overwatering, underwatering, too much light, not enough light? And by asking questions, we can help people approximate what is likely to be the problem but then also sell them on the next step, which is how to really get that solution. So those are examples. So can so, you send us those uh, quizzes? I'd like to, especially that second one on why am I killing my plants? <laughs> Do you have one for fiddle pig? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, that makes sense. It's very practical, and and it's a good, it's a good, it's a great little angle because we are all doing it, right? It's something that I talk about quite you're a lot. Actually, killing yeah, plants. you're too, truly adding value. So so we did this. Uh, I went into 23 different markets from orchid care to memory improvement, to jewelry, to uh, fish oil supplements, to all these different markets, made the realization that that was just a terrible decision because nothing, you can't cross sell anything and then, you know, it didn't play out the way I expected it. But what it led to were businesses that were in these markets that saw what we were doing who wanted to partner with us. 
And so that led to uh, uh, many multiple large businesses, um, skincare brands like Proactive Skincare Brand, wanting to build a quiz funnel that they used to drive their e-commerce business online, uh, a company in the golf space that led to an acquisition, a $100 million plus acquisition to uh, NBC in the golf channel that we built a quiz that was getting 10,000 leads a day in the golf market. Um, and, uh, and then one in the biz, in the business funding space that, um, it was a, a business that we built, um, that got acquired by PayPal for about $160 million. Um, we built it into something called loan builder. And basically it was a quiz funnel to recommend the right business loan for you based on your situation. So had all that experience and then did this for, you know, uh, many, 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 many years, got these great results and then realized, all right, I want to teach this and put this in a much, many more people's hands than just like a few, you know, very successful businesses. So um, that's, we built this company, five timing, 5,000 company, um, built a technology platform on the back of it. So I just share that to, to share the experience that I've had personally Far more important than that, though, are the thousands of people now around the world who are um, using this. Like, I'll give you an example. I just met with like an e-commerce brand. I was just literally at my house uh, this past week and I had a bunch of um, families over. Um, we have a, I'm part of a group called Front Row Dads, just a bunch of dads who have kids and just all get together. And it's a really great group. Um, incidentally, these guys have a quiz. This is how they've grown and built their business called the dad quiz that we help them build, which is like, what is your blind spot as a dad? Like how to become a better father. So they have a quiz. Um, but there was a guy um, who has a business called Guardian Bikes. I don't know if you're familiar with this brand. They're on Shark Tank. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a bike where like, there's no risk for kids of like breaking with two hands and then, and then flying over the handlebars because your front brake catches first. So they have like this technology that like, even if you squeeze at the same time, the back brake kicks off first, which is really cool, like thing for kids and, and safety. Um, how did they build their brand? into like a 20 something million dollar brand on the back of a quiz funnel. You know, um, I went to school with the, with the founders of Warby Parker. So I went to, where went in college and they built their entire brand their e-commerce brand on the back of a quiz funnel. And we have clients in all sorts of spaces, not just e-commerce brands, but coaches, consultants, um, you know, digital marketing agencies use quizzes as a client acquisition tool. Um, and so, I mean, I could go, I've got quite literally hundreds of examples in my mental, you know, Rolodex here, pick like one or two businesses that you think like types of businesses you know, that would be really relevant to someone listening to this right now, like an agency, consultant, coach, like you guys tell me what would be most relevant, most helpful. Mm, I'll let you answer that one, Danielle. Which one do you <laughs> think would be a good relevant one? Because you have done some pretty cool things. I mean, on your list of people that I know you've worked with, people I really admire, Michael Hyatt is on yeah. that list. Uh, Michael Hyatt has been around forever and he's done some really cool things about how to build like a life plan and yeah. quiz funnels. Great, a plat platform assessment was one of the things that we partnered with them on. So it's really, it was a way to evaluate your platform as a, as a speaker, as an expert, as an aspiring author, and to identify what your next move is for expanding that platform. Um, and so that platform assessment um, was responsible for about $200,000 a month in monthly recurring revenue in that business, in Michael Hyatt's business. If you're not familiar with Michael Hyatt, he's a multiple New York Times bestselling author, you know, use this exact same approach. So that's an example of a, you know, a thought yeah. leader. Maybe yeah, using somebody that. who's been into that. So do you have one or do you want me to go? Because I've got like 10 <laughs> that you want to get into. Um, you go. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll do one for StrikePoint. Yeah. So we're a digital, I'll do one for ourselves. Digital marketing yeah. agency, you know, we've, 
Um, we're growing really fast. We specialize in customer acquisition, marketing yeah. for StrikePoint. We've never done a quiz funnel for our own agency. Um, we've done quiz funnels for other for other clients, but not for ourselves. Um, I'll give you us as a, as a good example for one. Yeah, well, so immediately what comes to mind is I think of there's a digital marketing ad agency out of uh, Canada called Powered by Search, um, led by an entrepreneur by the name of Dev Basu. And uh, he created something called the Digital Readiness Score which is basically um, helping businesses that predominantly transact offline to assess how ready they are to go from offline to online. So it's sort of like, what's your digital readiness score? And he uses that in, his, uh, in his agency as a way to steer people to a discovery call. And, and what's beautiful about this, and this is true if you're in any type of consultancy type business, and I'll give a few more examples of this in just a moment, um, where you can um, use the, 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 the reason for the call post quiz is, hey, let's, let's book a call together. We'll hop on. We'll talk about your results. We'll actually review your report together on the call. And then with that information, we can talk about what the best next steps are for you and how to customize a plan. And at the end of that call, you'll be able to take that and run with it, do it on your own, or we'll talk about options we have to work together on that same you know, um, project. So it's, and that, by the way, you can do that for any, any type of business, right? So we have financial. So, so Ryan, do you go backwards then? Are you like thinking when you, when you're helping your clients and people are coming to you as one of your questions, I was like, all right, what, what is the call to action? What's your sales funnel look like? And then you're going to go build like this digital readiness score from that. Is that how you do it? Yeah, it's funny. Um, you know, when we talk about things like where people go wrong with these quizzes and we talk about like mistakes, this is the first big mistake. People think when they think of their quiz, and this is just natural, like in all areas of life. So if, if, if you're watching this or listening to this right now, like don't, don't feel any shame if you've gone through this process, but we, we start thinking about creating the thing in the same order that people consume the thing. Yeah. So like, all right, I got to think of like a title for this quiz. And then I got to think about like, what's my first question going to be? And then like, what's my second question going to be? So we think like in a linear way, we think like the customer journey, that's the order in which we should build the quiz. First step, second step, third step, and so on and so forth. The reality is you do the opposite. You've got to begin with the end in mind. And I can't tell you how many quizzes, and maybe this is like one of the ones that your, your team um, didn't get the results on, is I call them like a staircase that leads to nowhere. Just imagine like in your mind's eye, like just picture that visual of like a staircase that, that doesn't lead anywhere. And I see all these quizzes that do that. They're like really interesting quizzes that take people all the way to the top of the stairs and there's nothing waiting for them to take that next step. They're, you're inviting someone to step off a cliff. And so you begin with the end in mind. So first thing that you want to do, this is like first step for anyone watching this right now. What is that next step you want someone to take post quiz? Is it to get on a call with you? Is it to watch your webinar? Is it to visit your Amazon listing? Is it to buy off your Shopify store? Is it to, um, you know, is it to buy your product or off your website? Is it to consume like a piece of content? Like for your show, by the way, here's like another example for you guys, another opportunity in your business um, for, for StrikePoint. For this show, you could have a quiz uh, hey, welcome to Secrets of Marketing. Uh, you might be wondering, where's the best place to start? The reality is there's no one size fits all answer. But if you tell me a little bit about where you're at in your business, we'll recommend the best three episodes for you to start with right now. Take the quiz, answer a few super questions, and I'll see you on the other side. Because yeah. here's the deal, man. Like, if you get someone who watches the wrong episode, it could be a killer episode. But if it's not relevant to them, you're right. you've lost that listener forever. 
You're right. But if you can get them the perfect episode for them, this is where they say, oh my gosh, the best show on Apple, on iTunes, I'm going to subscribe to the show. And like, I can't wait for more. So just substitute whatever form of content marketing you deliver, whether it's a blog, a podcast, a vlog, a, a video channel, YouTube channel, same thing to recommend the right next piece of content for them. So yet another use case. So you got to get clear on what's that next step. That's step number one. What is the offer that you're going to put in front of someone, the CTA, after they take the quiz? That's great. That's really good. Yeah. You're a genius. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Okay, so I think that, yeah, okay. So I know we have a couple more questions we had written down before this. One of those in either order you want to get into. So we can either get into the biggest mistakes that people are making, like the ones that we were doing, or like going more into what's making these quizzes work. Because, guys – this isn't like you've been doing this for how long, Ryan? How long have you been making these quizzes for? 15, 15 years. years. I mean, in 15, 15 years. Like that's a long time. And in 15 years, uh, not only has your business grown exponentially, like it, it's guys, it's exploded. He's got you got such a cool story. We have very a lot of things in common with our backgrounds and stuff like that. Non-marketing guy gets into marketing and crushes it. That's basically the gist of Ryan Like. And so in 15 years, you're more in vogue, you're more popular, you're more in demand, your business is bigger than it's ever been before. And so these things are working. What are the little things that just make quizzes so freaking effective for such a long time? Because anything in the digital marketing realm that's lit, that's lasted more than three years is, <laughs> is impressive. 15 years, uh, it's tried and true. So what is it? What are some of the things that you think are just like, this will always work. It'll be around for another 15 years. You're going to have another $40 million business built based off of what you guys are doing over there. Why? Yeah. You know, if we, if we kind of put aside the technology for a moment, like there's a reason why right here, right now, there's never been a better time to put this in action. And it's largely due to what I consider to be and what we consider to be and what many people consider to be the third era of digital advertising online, digital marketing. Like if we think web 1.0 was like the first generation of the internet, that was like where anybody could have a website on anything for the first time in history. It was like, you know, democratization of information, decentralization of information. You no longer had to go to the library to look stuff up. You didn't have to use like Encyclopedia Britannica. You could like go to www something and look it up. Like that was like crazy, right? Yeah. Um, and that was web 1.0. And then people realized like, crap, <laughs> like maintaining your own website is a lot of work. Like you got to maintain a server and you got to learn how to write code and you got to do CSS and HTML and you got to do video hosting. Like that's a lot of work. And so web 2.0 came around. We had all these services that did all that for us, right? Where you had, you know, Facebooks and the Twitters and the YouTubes of the world. And all of a sudden, you no longer have to create your own website. You could just rely on like a Facebook page and just made life a lot easier. Well, we've entered in kind of this third era, and I think the seminal event that really kicked it off was in 2021, the iOS 14 update, where basically we started seeing the crumbling of big tech and big tech sharing this third-party data with one another, that just consolidation of information to now decentralization. So, you know, in all areas of life, you have cycles that repeat themselves, right? History repeats itself. You have every, for every culture, there's a counterculture. And so we had centralization in web 1.0, so sorry, decentralization in web 1.0. Correct, yeah. Centralization in Web 2.0. Yep. Now we're seeing decentralization again. So the reason today this is working better than ever is because the businesses and Facebook and Google have both come out and said this. If you're not playing the new game, like if you're not playing this new game of capturing zero-party data in your business and sending that zero-party data back to us, you are going to lose. Facebook has come out 
and has said, expect to pay four to five times as much in your advertising costs, or to put it another way, to get you know one fourth or one fifth the results that you were getting just a year plus ago, if you don't play this new game of capturing zero party data and pumping it back. So that's the like right here, right now, why this is so relevant, but why this is timeless to your original question is because it's all built on sound fundamental human psychology that truly is timeless. And that's, that's my background. That's what I, I studied neuroscience in school. And, and, and I, 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 I at one point thought that, that that's what I was going to do with my life. And, and so everything that this is based on is on sound neuroscience and psychology, like, for example, um, the power of self-discovery, which we talked about, right? That, 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 that people want to know more about themselves than anything else. Um, it's, it, it's, it, it taps into the power of micro-commitments and basically hacking a person's fear response. And the fear response lives in the, the limbic system, the amygdala in the brain. And basically the way you hack a person's fear response, anytime that you feel anxiety about doing something, it's generally speaking, because the size of the step that you are asking yourself to take is so big that it's scary. So like, if you think like, all right, like let's go for like a 10 mile run. You're like, oh my gosh, like that's just, it just evokes so much anxiety because it's such a big step. The way you hack that fear response, the fight or flight response in a person's brain, even your own brain, by the way, you can actually hack your own psychology, is you shrink the size of the step to be so small, it's imperceptible to your brain. Mm. So instead of asking someone to do this big, hairy, scary thing, like give me your name and email address, like I don't know you, GDPR, allow cookies, I don't trust you, to just start with a simple non-threatening question. Hey, are you, you know, starting a new business or growing an existing one? You just move the relationship ever so slightly. So um, you've got um, you know, power self-discovery, power of uh, micro-commitments. And at the end of the day, there's a three-part formula that is timeless and universal that basically a quiz funnel captures and that's attract, diagnose, and prescribe. You're attracting the right type of people in your world, just like a doctor. The paradigm of medicine has not changed for the last 500 years, diagnose and prescribe. The methodology to diagnose and the technology that's evolved, but the philosophy is timeless. So when you have a timeless philosophy, attract, diagnose, prescribe, with a structured methodology that's built on best practices, where you where we've sought simplicity on the far side of complexity. What are the things that matter? And you marry that to a technology that makes it all happen: philosophy, methodology, technology. That becomes timeless, and that becomes uh, incredibly effective. Um, in any market for any business and anybody who generates leads or customers online. So that is the reason for the timelessness. And that is the reason for why right here, right now with what's happening in the world. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I've got, you know, it's funny is that as you're going through these little um, unbelievably valuable nuggets, it's giving me a bunch of ideas for clients that we have and for our own brand. So I'm, I was like frantically scribbling notes in there. By the way, I just have to say I love your shirt. As you like talk, sometimes I can see it. Does it say? Uh, oh yeah, kick ass. That's Did so you have that funny. made? Yeah, these are all these are all custom. Yeah, we had some fun with this. This is this is one of our retro ones. Like it, it just reminds me of being a kid again. Like I, very cool. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. In fact, we were just talking about this um, on Saturday. I was talking with her husband about our baseball shirts growing up as kids and what they were like, and that reminds <laughs> me of exactly what one of those was like. Um, yeah. Are those for yeah. sale? <laughs> that should, should sell that. That's a really good one. I like that a lot. We, we might we might have to open up a, a shop. Kick ass swag. swag. Yeah, yeah I that love might it. be cool. Yeah. Um, can you share? Do you have any examples of kind of putting this together? Are you able to screen share with us? 
Yeah, um, let's see, can I screen share with you? I'm not sure I am set up to screen share, but what I will do, let me let me talk through an example or two. So yeah, you um, yeah so, so um, you know, we alluded to a moment ago, right? So there, there are a few big mistakes that people make. So one of the big mistakes is, um, you know, the wrong, the wrong offer, right? Not getting clear, the wrong process. That was a big mistake. Another big mistake um, is uh, the wrong type of quiz. Um, there are like a few types of quizzes that we found that work better than everything. It's, it's sort of like the, 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 the wrong hook or big idea. And, um, you know, after you've gotten clarity on your offer, everyone wants to know, okay, what's the next big step? Where do you start from there? Well, you got to get clear on what type of quiz you're going to create. And there are three types of quizzes, type, killer, score. And I'll give you an example of, uh, of, of, of each one just to kind of you know, bring it all together. So type, killer, score. First type of quiz is a type quiz. This is a quiz where you're putting people into one of several buckets based on the, the type of person they are. So you're, you're, you're putting people into different buckets. And, and again, the psychology here is the psychology of what's known as categorical perception, which is basically our brains in order to make sense of the world. We have to organize things into categories. So even something like color, think like color ex exists on a spectrum. Like think about the rainbow of colors. The way our brains make sense of that spectrum is by organizing the color into red and orange and yellow and green. That, that's an artificial construct. That doesn't exist in nature. That's how we make sense of it. So it's the same thing with ourselves. We want to know what bucket do I fall into? Like what type am I? If you've ever had a, a, a mysterious illness, or if you've ever had a injury and you've gone to the doctors, like you have a lot of anxiety when you don't know what the heck it is. But when you say, oh, it's uh, that thing that's hurting your wrist, it's actually called de Corvain syndrome. Immediately, like it relieves that anxiety. You're like, oh, if there's a label for it, if there's a name for it, then I know it can help me. So um, I mentioned uh, Proactive, did your work with years ago, created something called the skincare type quiz. What's your skin type? There are uh, seven major types of skin based on the, the pH of your skin and the level of oiliness and scaliness and dryness. And with that information, we can recommend the right skincare product for you. So that's an example of a type quiz in action. Next type of quiz in contrast to that is what we call a killer quiz. This is one where you're pointing out a mistake that someone is making in their life that's holding them back from getting a result. So an example here that comes to mind, I think of um, uh, in, in the, I, the golf example I gave um, yeah. a little earlier ago. So um, created a quiz years ago called, what's your number one swing killer? The thing that is, is preventing you from you know, hitting with consistency, distance and power um, when you tee off at, on, the, on the golf course. Um, and so we, we identified there are a handful of common mistakes that people make in their golf swing technically. And we, we identify what those mistakes are like a doctor, diagnose and prescribe the best next step. So that's an example of a, of a killer quiz. So you're identifying a mistake someone's making. Third and final type of quiz, what we call a score quiz. Score quiz is where you are helping people identify where they are on a, on a spectrum. So sort of where they are on a journey of success. And what it allows you to do is point out the gap between where they are right now, their score and where they wanna be. And presumably what's the thing that fills that gap? your product or service. That's how you get someone from where they are now to where they wanna go. Um, so an example there would be, I, I gave the, the digital readiness score example. I'll give you another, uh, another example. I think of uh, Dr. Tanji Watkins. She was an early stage entrepreneur. So just in contrast to some of these more established businesses, she was an early stage entrepreneur. She was a doctor, medical doctor on the front lines all through COVID, got completely burnt out and said, I wanna do something different with my life. And she decided that she wanted to opening up a coaching practice. Um, only problem is she had no website, no business, no products, no experience, nothing. And so she um, heard about the power of a quiz to build a pre-launch list. 
And that's yet another use of a, of a quiz. If you're going to launch something new, there's no better way to have a line of people wrapped around your proverbial parking lot than to use a quiz funnel to ask questions, build up that list, and then launch when you're ready. So she did this and she created a quiz. What is your, um, what was the name of it? What was the quiz called? It was, what is your a career fulfillment score? How fulfilled are you in your career? Um, and she used this to help people who are thinking about transitioning. So anyway, she created a, a um, in their career, she created a quiz, got about, I don't know, 5,000 people to take the quiz and she launches her coaching practice, like quits her job as a doctor, launches her coaching practice. First month in business, she's making $20,000 a month in recurring revenue right out yeah. of the gate. She had to wow. close down the doors because she had so many people who wanted to work with her. So three types of quizzes, type, killer score. The micro assignment for anyone watching this right now, and, and you guys, I, I, you can just say it in a word. If you had to pick one based on the idea that's swimming around in your head right now for what your quiz might be, which one do you think might be the best fit? Is it type, killer, or score? Or is it all three? You might say, oh, I could, do, I could see all three. Yeah, I for sure can see all three, really. What is killing your ability to scale your ad accounts or what's killing your, your digital marketing growth or whatever? What's killing your lead gen? Um, I can see a score, some type of a readiness score, preparedness score, and then what type of um, leads, lead gen what types of leads work for your business, um, stuff like that, right? Like I can get into each one of those as you're doing it. You know, I, I this is what I, I enjoy talking to you so much. I was so excited to have you on the show. Is that um, you know a lot of people have great ideas, they've got great products, but you're so well researched right into the psychology behind it. It's a passion of yours, I know, but you've put so much of that into uh, everything that you guys have done over there. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm loving this. I've got two or three pages full of notes that are down uh, for all this stuff. Do you have any other additional questions? I know that we got a few more things I wanted to get into. Yeah, I'm just wondering, do you ever test these types against each other? Like, or do they, oh, some work question. better for certain industries? Yeah, that question comes up a lot. Everyone else, like, which one's best, right? It's sort of like the, you know, it's almost something like we're in, in inception right now. It's like a meta question. What type of quiz is right for you? You know, take the quiz to find out now. Um, <laughs> the reality is um, there, there are different tools for different jobs. And what you'll find is that certain businesses, certain products, certain situations really lend themselves to one or the other. You don't want to try to force it. So don't feel like you have to make all three work for your business. You might find that, oh gosh, this one framework is just a slam dunk. Now, what's most often true is that many businesses will find that they can use some version of all three to attract different types or different segments of their market into their funnel. So there's some people that will respond to the score-based quiz because it's a little bit sort of competitive in some ways. The killer quiz requires a little bit of humility to admit to the fact that you're making a mistake. And the type is just irresistible for people who have that sort of see the world through that, that lens or that worldview of type. So um, oftentimes when people create, I like to tell people your first quiz is not going to be your last quiz. And you're, you're going to find that you'll be able to blanket your market by having more than one idea. And so we have clients, we have students, we have customers, users that have quite literally, you know, four or five, six quizzes running in their business at any one given time because they're attracting different segments of the audience or using it for different products or, you know, testing out different hooks. So it's, it's, it's impossible to say that one works better than the other. Um, there are poorly executed quizzes of all three types and well-executed examples of all three types in, uh, in the market. 
So you are um, the best uh, at, at this. You've trained us and teach us a lot. I have a lot of questions about like what how, what can we do next? And everybody who's listening here, it, it, you, you have either fallen asleep or you're already <laughs> trying to find out how to get to work with you and, and like where do we do to like what's the next step for everybody wanting to build a quiz because I'm ready to build a quiz. I want to get it going. I want to do it for StrikePoint. I want to do it for our clients. How do people start to work with you? What's the next step for me? Yeah, you know, in, in some ways, uh, conversations like this are so frustrating because if you're like me, I'm, I'm like a very visual person and I'm just not set up right now to, to screen share my setup. But um, if you're like me, like you're a visual person, you want to probably see examples of quizzes. Like you want to like, what do these actually look like? Like, I'm just like chomping out of the bit here. So um, if you're watching this or listening to this right now, uh, your, your timing is perfect. And here's the reason why. Uh, once a year, we do a, a week-long workshop where we go through the entire process step-by-step step, of creating, designing, and coming up with your quiz. Everything from how to come up with your big idea, the topic of your quiz. We go through the process of coming up your, with your questions, figuring out what your offer is going to be and how to segue from the quiz to the actual offer, that next step that you want to take people down the path of. Um, we go through dozens of examples of uh, figuring out what the, uh, 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 you know, to get inspired about uh, your quiz, seeing other quizzes in, you know, businesses like yours. You can kind of get a real good sense of uh, what the possibilities are. So um, we do this thing once a year. Um, it's normally $100 to attend. We don't charge a lot of money, but, you know, I've learned that those who pay, pay attention, actually attributed to Michael Hyatt, one of our yes, you know, right. fellow colleagues, um, those who pay, pay attention. So it's just enough that you actually take it seriously. Um, but uh, Jeremy and I want to do something really special. We were talking before we went live. And uh, for everyone who's a, 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 a listener, anyone who's a, a viewer, watcher of this uh, subscriber, um, if you go to the link, quizfunnel.com forward slash strike point, um, and, and on that page, you're going to see a field that asks for a coupon code. If you type the coupon code in that field, strike point, and click the link that says apply code, it's actually going to take your ticket price down to uh, $0 and be 100% free. You don't even have to enter a credit card if you do this. You just enter your name and then answer one or two questions, and you can get into the workshop for free. We've got all sorts of good resources like a quiz funnel blueprint that actually walks you through the whole process step by step, um, templates so you can see like different examples, um, a, a just a whole bunch of really good stuff. So the only catch, if there is a catch, is that this is only a once a year thing. And so you've got to do it now um, while it's on your mind and you're thinking about it. And it's uh, one more time, the link is quizfunnel.com slash strike point. And uh, that's the best next step for anybody who kind of wants to learn the process. And in full transparency, at the end of this week, uh, there'll be an opportunity to, to work with me and my team if you want help actually building it and going further and working together. Or if not, you can take it and run with it and, and have a great experience either way. So um, it's really a can't lose situation. Um, and uh, now's the time to join us. Web 3.0 is coming. The need for first party and zero party data is absolutely crucial. And so first of all, uh, thank you for being so generous with our subscribers and with our clients. I know that the um, number of questions and inbound emails that our account managers are getting that are coming in our YouTube channel have so much to do with how do I build effective lead generation campaigns more specifically quiz funnels and how to build quiz funnels as a lead generation mechanism. So if you are listening to this, I'm going to be there. I'll be watching. I'll be taking notes just like I did today. Um, and this is a no brainer. If you want to compete, be competitive and stand out 
it won't be that hard, folks, if you follow along and pay attention to what some of the smartest people in, in marketing are doing, and that's you, Ryan. Um, that's what we're doing. This is literally something that strike points. I'm taking my own advice on this and we're going. So um, thank you so much for that. We'll have the link in this uh, description below. And is there anybody want it, how to follow you on social media? Is there any other places that they can just reach out with general questions for you, Ryan? Yeah, my social media handle is Ask Ryan Levesque, just for our brand and my name. So uh, on Facebook, a little bit less active on uh, Instagram, though you can find me there and pretty much any social media platform that you might be uh, a part of. Ask Ryan Levesque is the best uh, place to go. Awesome. Ryan, thank you so much for your time. You're amazing, man. Thank you for bringing the heat. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. All right. Take care, man.